It's IOT. It's Kramer. Scott Stapp on the phone. Scott Stapp, uh, along with Drowning Pool, Adelita's Way, Sick Puppies, and Trapped. It's a show. It's going to be at the Centennial Terrace on August the 24th. And by the way, um, I don't know if you've ever played uh, the Centennial Terrace, but you're you're going to love it. It's a it's an outdoor venue, and it's just beautiful. Uh, I, I love that, man. I love playing outdoors under the stars. Uh, it's going to be a great night of rock and roll, man. Yeah. I mean, it's it's at the quarry, like right there by the quarry, and there's a breeze blowing in, and it's just, it's oh, just nice. an amazing, really great um, outdoor venue. So, brother, um, you sound great. What is the latest with you? How How is life going? Man, life life is, is going great, man. I just uh, wrapped up uh, two solo tours earlier this year, um, a full electric uh, tour and then an acoustic tour to commemorate my own prison's 20th anniversary. And then I just got off tour a few days ago uh, with uh, my other band called Art of Anarchy. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, yeah, we've got a new album out called The Madness, uh, and that was a blast. Uh, now I'm uh, home with uh, the kids and, and my wife, who's we're expecting our fourth child. Uh, wow! Congratulations, so, man. You know things are things things are really good, man, and and I'm definitely looking forward to this uh, Make America Rock again. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, that's going to be a, a massive tour. I'm I'm buddies with uh, with Stevie from Drowning Pool, and um, and I want to get those guys in here to do like an acoustic thing. Um, and while I got you, I, I want to say something to you. I um, uh, and, I, and and if you don't want to talk about all this, and that's just fine, and we'll move right on. But I but I wanted to, to say congratulations to you because um, nine years ago uh, I got sober finally and uh, and had really major problems. That was a major issue for a long while with me, and I talk about it on the show all the time. And the reason I do is be, whenever I get a chance is so that other people know that just it, it, regular people go through really terrible circumstances. And you went through a really bad time, but dude, it's like you, know, like you did a 180 all of a sudden, and uh, and you're final. You got all that behind you, and now you seem mentally clear, and and you're enjoying life, and you're you're enjoying doing what it is that you do, and I think that's just fantastic. Oh, thanks, brother. I tell you, it it uh, they say sometimes it takes a series of bottoms uh, until you feel enough pain uh, to uh, really make a change, and it definitely was that way for me. Uh, you know, I battled with uh, sobriety for a number of years, as, as well as battling uh, clinical depression uh, and mental illness. Um, and I tell you, uh, to be on the other side of that right now, uh, to be coming up on three years sober, uh, to be in re- remission from my depression um, is just a gift from God, man. And I have so much gratitude um, that I've gotten to this point. And anyone out there that's that's listening, that's struggling with addiction, um, alcoholism, uh, depression, or any other form of mental illness, help is there. Uh, and don't be afraid to seek help. Uh, go to your doctor, go to your preacher, uh, go to your friends and family, um, and, and just say, I need help. Uh, you know, and it's amazing how people will rally. Yeah, well, we, you know, we just got off, we're just off the heels of Chester Bennington going through that. And, and I don't know, uh, I don't know if you knew Chester. I, I you know, I, I, 
you know, you hear things from friends after the fact, and you're like, gosh, no one seemed to know that he was going through that. And then Chris Cornell um, was another one that just, you know, just amazingly talented people. And, yeah, yeah, you're right. There are people out there that are listening that, you know, once you start to get better – you're always you're amazed at how much easier it was than you thought. Am I right? Yeah, you know, but but there is some tough patches, man, uh, and that's why you need support uh, from true friends uh, and those that love you, uh, because it's not all roses, man. But once you do kind of start seeing glimmers of hope, that gives you the motivation to just make it one more day, one more day, one more day. And and that really helped me is understanding that 24 hours at a time uh, mentality. Uh, But I tell you, man, there's a lot of people out there uh, and in this world suffering. Um, and uh, there needs to be a an overwhelming desire, I think, in our society to finally understand mental illness, uh, addiction uh, as a disease, uh, and treat it with the same level of compassion, understanding non-callousness and non-judgment as we do people suffering from cancer right. um, or any other disease. Um, and, you know, we're just not quite there yet. And, and I hope we don't have to continue to lose uh, people in the public eye or people in the private life because they're dying every day, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's an epidemic. Uh, it really is. But I tell you know, but I tell you when when someone in the public eye does pass because they've succumbed to this disease, it does bring up the topic again. And uh, you know, it's definitely something that that people need to educate themselves on and 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 learn how to support and love uh, those around them. Because I tell you, man, when I was battling with my issues, I really found out who my friends were quick. Oh, yeah. Uh, right. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, a lot of people, because of their ignorance and lack of understanding, just kind of turn their backs on someone who's suffering uh, because they don't understand. And I think if they were educated and understood, they would know how to support and love uh, yeah, their I friend mean, or family you, member. You were going through, you know, bipolar, plus you were self-medicating, if I, if I remember reading that right. Yeah. So you had yeah. like a double whammy there. I mean, because, you know, the drugs and the alcohol just, you know, multiplied all the stuff that's going on with the bipolar, right? Yeah, well, at first it was a way to self-medicate. Uh, and then as it progressed, uh, it just metastasized uh, the underlying issue. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I know firsthand. And, and, you know, my bipolar manifested itself mainly with a with the depression side um and so yeah man i've lived it i've been there um i've been on the and and felt the pain uh and the darkness that comes with uh not only uh friends and family not understanding uh and turning their back on you but having to deal with it publicly yeah uh and and when you're in that dark place that's an illness that's a disease that's out of your control to get beaten down publicly uh, can literally push someone over the edge and and take them to that next step uh which is suicide and and i can't say for certain uh you know all the details surrounding you know chester uh, and what pushed him to that final place. Uh, but I do know, uh, 
that in some areas, uh, in some outlets, and and some people with uh, no compassion, he was he was kind of taking some abuse uh, for um, the chances that he was taking artistically and creatively. Oh, yeah. um, and uh, let's hope to God that 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 wasn't uh, one of the catalysts that pushed him over the yeah, edge. Because you know, that was... would that would just be tragic. People need to have more compassion in general. Uh, but uh, it's just tragic, man. Yeah, I think I think people are coming around, and I think with with people like you that that go through it, that uh, that obviously we're having major problems with it, um, and you're demonstrating that you can that you can turn around and change your life. I think that's the important thing. And you know, yeah. I'm sorry to, to talk about all this, I, but I I just feel like right now we're in such a weird place that I wanted to throw that out out at you and see what your response was. And I thought, no, man, it, you know, I, I think it was important for you. Uh, and responsible of you uh, to bring this up. I think it needs to be discussed. It, it needs to be talked about in the public forum, especially from the perspective of people who have lived it and been through it, because they're the only ones with real credibility. Yeah. Um, and so I appreciate you asking me, man, because it is something that has weighed on me extremely heavy. Um, you know, first with Chris, uh, oh, yeah. then with Chester, then with Chester, you know, I've gone through these mixed emotions, um, and I've kind of been of late, just a little angry, uh, you know, because it, it's just so tragic. And I, you know, I said that, I said that yesterday, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just, I, I no, wanted to make ahead. sure that that's, that that's understood and that's fine. I mean, the, people were going crazy because... Of um, Head, the guitar player for Corn, because he said, you know, he's pissed off. He's like, you know, why did he do that? Why, why, you know, and I think that's a perfectly fine emotion. But God, you say that nowadays, and people come out of the woodworks and they go, well, you're an a hole. Well, you know what? Yeah. The guy killed himself, and I loved him, and I have a right to be angry about it. Yeah, you, you know, there's stages of grief, uh, and and anger is one of them. Um, I I do think. Uh, it, it probably is human uh, to to look at something that you don't understand, like suicide, and think that it's selfish. And uh, you know, on the surface, it is a selfish act to someone who's not sick. Um, but when you're battling a mental illness, it completely takes over your mind, changes your brain chemistry, malfunctions an organ just like a heart attack does, but it does it to your brain. And so this insatiable desire that we as human beings are instinctually born with to survive at all costs is completely taken away by the disease. Mm. Um, and so um, it's my opinion that, that Chester couldn't think logically. He couldn't think about the people that were going to be hurt. His brain at that time was completely overtaken by a mental illness. So you can't use logic and reason in trying to understand yeah. or, 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 or even speak on what he did because he was completely out of his mind when he did it. Yeah. Now you again. You you turned everything around, and was that was did you was it through um, them putting you on the right kind of of um, uh, drugs, or was it a combination of that and you know psychotherapy and going to you know talk to people, or what what was the final all, all of all, all of that? Uh, you know, I think the the first thing I had to do was was get sober. Um, get to a baseline. And the second thing I had to do was deal with the underlying depression. Uh, 
uh, and the other underlying illness uh, that was there. Uh, and we dealt with that uh, through the proper medication, as well as lifestyle changes, dietary changes, and just becoming a more of a healthy person and feeding my body and mind good things. Um, and then also I went to, went to therapy. Um, and I also work a, uh, a 12 step program. And so, you know, a combination of all that, uh, is what brought me, uh, to the place that I am today. And, and to be honest with you, man, I'm still taking every day, 24 hours at a time, because just like someone who's had cancer, uh, and they beat it for 10 years and it's not in their body and all of a sudden, boom, it's back. The same thing can happen with, uh, addiction alcoholism or any mental illness and yeah, so I, you have to you have to take it one day at a time i had uh, i had it really high anxiety for many many years and i would have panic attacks and finally went you know and got on, on this medication and uh and they they went away but when and it's kind of the same thing because when when you when they stop the panic attacks then you almost give your yourself a panic attack wondering if you're going to have a panic attack so it's kind of that that thing that kind of goes along with sobriety as well you're like i that's the worst part of my life it was so dark i don't ever want to see it again and as yeah. long i think as you're scared of it a little bit maybe uh, it can almost be a helpful a help uh and a helpful tool for you to you know become sober so I, I, absolutely I, a I, healthy fear is a tremendous asset to sobriety I think it's. I think the world of you for being able to do that. Uh, what a turnaround! And we're looking forward to seeing you guys. Um, Scott Stamp, Drowning Pool, Adelita's Way, Sick Puppies, Trapped. It's August the twenty fourth. And the cool thing about this Make Make America Rock Again tour uh, is the ticket price is amazing. It's only twenty bucks, uh, and there are some available. So go and uh, and get them. And Mr. Stapp. Um, thank you for, for diving into your, your personal life and, and giving us a part of that. I appreciate that so very much. No problem, brother. You know, honesty is, is, is where it's at, man. And, and if anything that you and I, based on our experience, can do to kind of pass it along and, and help someone else out there because of our platform, man, we should do it, brother. And I appreciate you I, giving me the opportunity. Absolutely. I agree. Totally. Well, I, I can't wait to, uh, when you guys come through, to come back and, and, and meet you and, and shake your hand and say hi. Okay. Yeah, man. I look forward to meeting you, too, brother. Most definitely. All right, Scotty. Take care. All right, brother. See you soon. Okay, man. Bye-bye. All right. Bye.